0: Welcome to the CTNNB1 Connect and Cure podcast, your go-to place to hear the latest information, research, and happenings going on in the CTNNB1 community. Tune in to find comfort, community, and connection. Hello. Welcome back to the Connect and Cure podcast. Thanks for joining me again today. I'm your host, CTNNB1 mom, Annie Wood. Recently, we have had some amazing additions to our board. One of those being Emily Emerson. I'm so thankful she sat down to chat with me today. I don't think there is one thing this mama can't do. She has pushed us forward with our website and social media and she's working on so many different projects and ideas. Prior to recording we were talking about her joining the board so shortly after Savannah's diagnosis. She told me, it saved me. You can definitely tell it's her newfound passion and purpose as it is shining through with her work on the board. We are so blessed to have her as part of our team. Please enjoy meeting Emily and hearing about all the things she has been working on. Hello, Emily. Hi. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And thank you for working around my crazy end of the school year schedule. We have like two and a half days left, and. Lots going on, and so thank you so much for working around my craziness, too. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for making time for the podcast with all the
1: craziness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Well, why don't you start today by introducing us to who you are and your family?
1: Yeah, so um, I am Emily Amerson. I live um, right outside Charleston, South Carolina, with my husband and our beautiful daughter, Savannah. We have another daughter coming in October. Exciting. So <laughs> we're at like one and a half kids right now. Um, <laughs> I guess background on me. I was a high school teacher, left in 2022, make my own like virtual tutoring business. And then Savannah came along. So I've been totally mom mode since then. Wonderful. Yeah. So she... She was born in 2021, the same story as a lot of our families, normal pregnancy, normal delivery. Um, It was right around the six month checkup mark where some red flags were raised. Um, And our pediatrician kind of referred us to therapists and specialists. And then we got her genetic results with the CTNNB1 right around 10 months old. So that was almost a year ago because she's 21 months old now.
0: So much has happened in the last year for you.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Well, that's exciting. And you hit the ground running like crazy. Um, You've joined our board already and you are doing so much for our community. I don't know if there's one thing you're not involved in that's going on right now. And I think we are so incredibly blessed and lucky to have you. And I just, I hope you realize how lucky we are.
1: You guys just flatter me. <laughs> it's my honor. There's
0: a lot going on right now and you you are totally involved in so much of it. I know when our two groups joined Act and Seesaw, we kind of just took a huge leap forward and you joining has definitely helped that. Um we've grown leaps and bounds and we have so many things going on and I think a lot of those things that you're working on one of the major thing that's really helped us move forward is our social media so can you kind of tell tell everybody what part you have played in ctnmb1 in our social media kind of where we were which wasn't a lot to kind of how you pushed us forward
1: yeah absolutely so i think it was lauren who posted on our parent facebook group kind of just putting feelers out there if, if anyone was interested in helping with social media And Jennifer, another CTNN mom, and I kind of raised our hands, and she kind of got plugged in, and then I got plugged in, and um, it's been really great. Jennifer is more of the Facebook expert. She kind of runs more of the Facebook side of things. And then my goal was kind of to open us up to more platforms and just get, like, more awareness, more visibility online. So we've now got a Twitter account, a LinkedIn, a YouTube and a TikTok in addition to the Facebook and Instagram.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah. So I'm learning (laughs) those platforms as I go. But overall, it's been really good. I think, you know, a lot of people want to connect that way. And so, you know, making sure that they find us and giving them that opportunity and kind of providing meaningful content. Meaningful content is really good for our community. So that's important to me.
0: So why is social media so important? Why is it important for us to be visible, be on social media? What do we gain from that?
1: Mm, good question. With any rare disease, um, you know, visibility is huge because even doctors, you know, when, when Savannah was diagnosed, all of the specialists we were seeing had never heard of ctnnb one so really um, having an online presence allows that extra step of visibility with providers, with families. If, if someone shares the story and their friend has a friend who might need genetic testing, there's just, there's a lot of connections to be made, especially because it's so rare and social media is such a widespread connection tool.
0: So even if you're not comfortable making the post, sharing other people's post is almost as important as posting it yourself.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yes. Very good. Well, I know uh, we've grown so much on our social media accounts, so I appreciate all the work that you and Jennifer have done for that. Our, our fun Instagram post and Facebook, it's just nice to have those things visible for everybody to see. Yeah. So another big thing you've kind of been working on, have worked on is the CTNMB1 survey. Can you tell me a little bit more about that and why it's important for people to fill that out?
1: Sure. Yeah, that's something that I think you and I had talked about when I was first trying to get involved. And it's kind of just a place for us parents to get some on-hand data about what our kids are dealing with, what medications have helped, what therapies have helped, just kind of like a an insider view. We have the natural history studies that, you know, get data as well, but that's mostly for research. So it's nice to have... Right something that is live and families can just pull up from their phone of like, okay, how many kids are dealing with farsightedness? Is this something I need to talk to my doctor about? Or what, what has like, we are struggling with sleep, what medications has helped, you know, have helped other families with sleep. Um, so kind of just to get ideas um, from parents just in in one place, instead of having to search through the Facebook you know, thousands of posts.
0: (laughs) And I think that is the case with Facebook is so many things do get lost. As incredible as our connections are there, things do get lost in the feed. Yeah. That was kind of something I had originally started and you're like, I can take over this. And I said, please, (laughs) (laughs) I will hand this over gladly. I think that was, yeah, one of those, our first connections is, was you stepping in with kind of gathering that and Yeah, that was kind of the vision is helping parents out parent to parent on what's going on. And I think a lot of times that's how we figure things out before the doctors tell us, you know, so many kids like fever. I mean, that's going through the roof right now. And I think parents seeing that gets them to ask questions. And usually we're the ones to ask the doctors the questions or look for these things. And filling out that survey is definitely just helping us learn more about our children.
1: Absolutely. We wouldn't have known about Savannah's tethered cord had it not been some posts in the Facebook group. So, you know, having that in the survey of like, you know, this percentage of our kids have it and, you know, you can take it to your doctor or not, but just having that information as a parent advocate of your child is, is huge.
0: Yes, definitely. So one of the other things that you were working on is getting the estimation of the total number of cases worldwide, how that's always like a question, right? I remember when Preston got his diagnosis, I think they averaged, he was like one of a hundred. And obviously our numbers have gone up since then, but that's always the big question. How many are there of us now? Um, And that's something you've kind of been looking at and um, tell us what you've been finding.
1: Yeah. So I'm like a super math nerd, So like (laughs) when you gave me the opportunity to do a spreadsheet of any kind, I was like, yes. Um, And that's what this was too. It was just kind of looking at the data that's available from reputable sources. So, you know, how many people are in the world right now? How many people have cerebral palsy in the world right now? And then we know from some recent studies, how many, cases of CP end up having a CTNNB1 variant, uh, you know, if they do testing. So kind of using all those numbers together, I came up with one in 35,471. Wow. (laughs) And then it's funny because NORD National Organization of Rare Diseases put out their report shortly after that, and they said one in 33,000. So I was like, okay, like, it, you know, my estimate was a little we cautious. Close. It was pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we're somewhere around one in 33, one in 35,000, which is a lot more than one in 50,000, I think, was the previously quoted estimate.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think getting all the people with cerebral palsy has been a big part of that.
1: For sure. And seeing
0: our numbers rise. And I know you've kind of worked on some social media stuff with that, right? Some campaigns with Ashley, too, kind yeah. of getting some recognition within there. Yeah. Very good. So those are kind of some things you've been working on and kind of completed. I mean, and that's not even everything. you put together this amazing brochure for us, which will be awesome to have on our website, in case you wanna just print it out and hand it out. I think that's a nice thing to have for a quick, oh, here you go, here's some information. So where can they find a copy of that brochure if that's something they would like to see and use?
1: Yeah, um, so if you go on our website and you click get involved and then fundraising, kind of halfway down the page there's a few resources that have been uploaded so far one of which is the the brochure there's also like a one-page flyer and then some proclamation drafts which I don't know if you know people know what that is I learned this year what that was um, and got you our teach us yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, our governor here in South Carolina proclaimed February 28th to be rare disease day. And it's this really cool official paper and statement, you know, from your governing officials, you know, recognizing a day of importance. So I'm kind of drafted. I used my draft for that and uploaded that and then made one also for CTNNB one day coming up. So if, if families, that's another way to kind of very cool bring awareness, you know, in your individual town or state. Definitely.
0: So you mentioned our webpage, and that is also something you've been a huge part of, kind of updating and adding things. What are some of the big things that our community members and our families can find on our webpage that maybe they didn't realize were there?
1: Yeah, we've got some new stuff. So there's a cerebral palsy page, which kind of talks about the similarities between cerebral palsy and ctn one syndrome, perhaps maybe why CP was diagnosed and you know, maybe the family wasn't coached to go further and get the CTNNB1 diagnosis. So just some information there with some good sources. We also have a newly diagnosed page, which I hope, hope, hope finds its way to the people that are searching CTNNB1 for the first time. I know that that was a really pivotal moment in receiving the diagnosis for me personally. That's the first thing I did was Googled CTNNB1. Yes. So to be able to connect immediately with those families and kind of give them an organized, I guess, document and letter of kind of, you know, we've been there and here's some Mm -hmm. stuff to help you. Kind of like
0: a welcome to our world. Welcome to our family. And we know where you're at right now. We know how you're feeling. And don't worry, there's a lot of incredible parents just waiting to welcome you in.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I think that's huge. With anyone entering our world, you know, to have yeah. that,
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: What else? There's also a volunteer page, so kind of just getting some feelers out for people that would like to help and in, in doing some of the tasks that we have as a board that need to get done.
0: So, how does that look? Like, if a, somebody wants to volunteer, do they just? Reach out on this volunteer page and just say, these are the things I'm good at. Can you find a spot for me? Or how does that work if somebody wants to get more involved?
1: Yeah, the volunteer page is a really good place for that. And it's also on the get involved menu. So if you do get involved and then volunteer. um, And it's set up just like you said. So like name, how are you related to CT and NB1, and then kind of, what are your strengths and what are you interested in? How can we use you, <laughs> basically? <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that's cool. Or of course, you know, emailing us, any of the board members, especially if it's, you know, for a certain area that you're interested in. If you, if you found the board member that's kind of handling that on the about us page, that's a good way to kind of get plugged in.
0: Yeah, we're always looking for people to get involved because more people, you know, you can reach more more people. You can do more things. We've definitely done that with adding you and other people just able to do so much more. So we're always looking for people who want to get more involved.
1: For sure. Yeah, and then I don't know if you want to go into this now but we also have new pages involving our new partnerships
0: yes (laughs) do we got a lot of new things and I think um, this is a great time to go into that because I feel like so many times you'll see something on a Facebook post and like what is that did I already do something like that or is this something new so why don't you kind of go over some of those new partnerships we have and what's kind of up and coming
1: yeah, so two really big, exciting ones are Probably Genetic and Citizen. And Probably Genetic is a company that is looking to make genetic testing more available because a lot of doctors are actually very hesitant to, you know, refer to genetic testing and it could be a long wait and, you know, you have to see a certain specialist first and all of these barriers. So they have actually come up with a way to. As long as you fit within a certain criteria of symptoms, they will provide a free genetic test and it's a whole exome sequence, which is, you know, what's needed to find CTNNB1. So you don't have to do the the microarray, which a lot of us had to do first and, you know, check all the boxes. But um, so they can send a saliva sample kit straight to your home, you complete the test, send it off, and then I believe that it's a six to eight week wait time to get the results once they receive them, which is in itself faster than (laughs) kind of the main medical pipeline anyway. So that's a really, really cool opportunity. And, you know, they work with us, they're actually helping us with some social media stuff and um, marketing and really any way that we can get people to get diagnosed with CTNNB1 who maybe didn't know that they had it or didn't know that they needed genetic testing that that's like the main that's the the flag that we need to send them to is the probably genetic okay symptom checker and that's on our website
0: so there's probably a lot of us that are in other Facebook groups or groups maybe locally I know I'm in a special needs one in my area so that could be something where we see parents reaching out saying, I don't know what's going on. Well, then it's maybe sharing this probably genetic with other parents to kind of help them come to their conclusion with genetic testing.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The The main areas they focus on are developmental delays. I believe childhood onset epilepsy. Okay. And one other thing, I'm not sure. So you know, within a certain criteria, if if it's kind of something that they're looking into, which I feel like is a lot of a lot of the rare diseases that need genetic testing fall within one of those categories. So, Definitely. So yeah.
0: So good one to share. And you said that's something that's offered for free.
1: It is free. Yeah. So if if they if you fall within the symptom category that that they've you know determined that you qualify, then it is completely free, HIPAA compliant. And it's, yeah, kind of just a way to bypass what can be a really long process, normal specialist route.
0: Very cool. That's super exciting for us.
1: Yeah. And then the other one is Citizen, which a lot of families know about Simon Searchlight. So we do have a natural history study with with Simon Searchlight, Columbia University rather, there and then um, so that's the phone interview and um, registering online and then you can submit a blood sample if you want so we have simons in place and then citizen is another natural history study which is completely digital Um, and it's actually after you sign up it takes no effort (laughs) they do everything for you so you enter your information you basically prove who you are and that you are the parent of your child um, and then they go through and obtain all your medical records and kind of organize them into a data set without you having to remember you know oh when were they diagnosed with this oh when did we start this medication you know they they can go in and have super accurate data straight from your medical records so that's really cool It's going to be a nice supplement I guess is the word I'm trying to think of to the Simon Searchlight and Columbia University data um, to kind of fill in those gaps with those nitty-gritty details that they can pull from the medical records. Um, It is only for parents families in the U.S. right now Okay. I think they're working on expanding that, but if you do live in the US, that would be something I would definitely put on my to-do list is go ahead and sign up on Citizen. You kind of get a little perk out of it too. You get all of your medical records organized, um so they share that Very with nice. you once they consolidate it. So no more big binders with tabs and whatever pictures I think we on your all have phone. Those.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. So even if you're already signed up and done the whole Simon Searchlight, this is different. This is a must. This still needs to be one of you, like you said, one of the top things that you need to work on if you haven't
1: done yet. Absolutely, yes. Simon's and Citizen, um, we really need this data for for all of the research that's going on for CTNNB1.
0: Very good. So one of the things that you are currently working on, and the things that, thing that you will be working on is creating some resource pages for our families so can you kind of give us an idea of what's to come with that
1: yeah um, i'm looking for more ideas to be honest but what i've come up with so far is kind of based on the idea of fundraising so i'm thinking back to you know when i was doing a fundraiser last summer you know what what did i have to make and what kind of what how can we make that easier for families um what can we give them to kind of you know, hit the ground running. So QR codes that go straight to our website, straight to our donate page that they can just plop on anything <laughs> that they want. CTNNB1 flyer, brochure, I think the merchandise, I think the shop is linked there as well. So there's some some items that Tony added, like pins, like CTNNB1 pins and...
0: Which has been amazing. Our shop is incredible. <laughs> it is. If you have not bought something, get on there and get something today. Oh my
1: gosh. Tony is amazing. And I'll yes. like send him random ideas and then it's up within the next day. Like he is no truly... <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes.
0: So kind of like just a hub area to go and find different resources. So maybe that could even be, I know we've talked a lot about how you can get into national parks for free and get passes. So maybe that's something we could add to that page. Or I know we've talked a lot in the past about, you know, books for classrooms and what books can I read and maybe sharing some of those there. So it sounds like that can be just an incredible home base to share resources that we have to get to other families.
1: Absolutely. I know Medicaid is on my list of like, you know, in each state Medicaid is handled differently. So I found somewhere that kind of listed all of them that I was going to try to consolidate and have that available to families. Just kind of like, hey, let's Let's help each other navigate this. (laughs) Yes,
0: definitely. Don't reinvent the wheel. I think that's what we hear a lot in the education world. You know, somebody already has it. It's not stealing. You use it. You use what's there. Absolutely. So before we wrap up today, you've shared so much, so many amazing things with us. What do you want families listening to know the most right now? Because you are involved in so many aspects of things that are up and coming and going on what do you want listeners to know the most?
1: um, So definitely, definitely, definitely sign up on Simon Searchlight and if you're in the U.S., Citizens. Okay. Definitely fill out the the Google Form survey in the Facebook parent group. If you're not in the parent group, that should be number one.
0: (laughs) Join it. It's your lifeline.
1: (laughs) Yes. Join our Facebook parent group for CTNNB1. As far as kind of supporting – kind of what's going on, you know, following, sharing, posting, commenting, tagging us, anything that you can do to make our social media and website more popular, I guess, is the best way to say it, just so that people see it more and families who need to see it, you know, it pops up on their Google search. That's definitely helpful. Um, We have a digital release form um, so if you would like your child featured in any of our social media, or website, platforms, you can fill out the digital release. It's on our, the link in our bio on the Instagram, or you can email me, emily at curectnnb1.org. It's actually really sweet. The post that Kind of get the most reactions and the most interact you know shares and likes are the ones with our kids faces definitely so and that's what we want to see and that's what everyone wants to see so
0: it's personal and it helps us connect to one another when you can see the children there and relate to one of the other parents and some of the things that they're going through
1: absolutely like putting a face to you know the name of our community so yeah give us permission to share your beautiful children. And then if you have ideas for our board or for fundraising or anything that, that you think we should be doing kind of as a group effort, as a community, like shoot us some ideas and fill out the volunteer form if you want to get involved. Like Annie said, we're, (laughs) we're always looking for, for people's ideas and help. Um, So we are getting ready to restructure kind of the tasks of the board, uh, which is going to allow for some more opportunities for other people to get involved in certain areas. So that'll be really exciting and a way to kind of get more of the community ideas and vision kind of into those tasks. So I
0: joined the board long, long time ago, it feels (laughs) like now. So I'm not really one of the more recent ones. So real quick before we end, being more recent, joining the community and getting involved Why should parents get involved? Why not just take kind of the back seat and just kind of let everything happen because, you know, it's too much sometimes? What's the benefits for you just maybe so
1: other parents can hear? Why should they get involved? Oh, my goodness. Um, My husband will tell you I'm a different person (laughs) from before I got involved and now. There's something so special about having such a meaningful purpose. You know, we love our kids to the moon and back. So, be able to kind of pour energy into something that you know is, you know, directed for them for our community um, is just really powerful, and it's it's really helped me a lot mentally, and kind of processing the diagnosis, and then also really just the community aspect of just working with other people and knowing that the time spent is for people who are also going through the same thing. It's just, it's really meaningful and it's really important if you have time and you're struggling with what can I do? It's, it's I feel like we can get into a place of helplessness, especially with this diagnosis of, you know, well, when's the other shoe gonna drop? Like what's what's the next thing right. we're gonna deal with? Yeah. So just having like a positive productive way in place to put your energy I think is so so important and that's what it's been for me it's really been a blessing
0: very well said and we have been so blessed to have you so I just want to thank you one more time for everything you've been involved with from day one and I feel like if there's any idea we have we just have thrown it your way and you're like all right I'm on it I'll work on it so thank you um, from the bottom of my heart all you've done for our community it's it's incredible so We're lucky to have you.
1: It's my total pleasure.
0: Well, if you want to get involved, like Emily said, don't be afraid to reach out to any one of us and we will find a place for you. So thank you so much, Emily, for your time today. I really appreciate getting to talk to you and hear about all the amazing things you're working on. It'll be great for our community to hear what's going on. So thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you, Annie. It's been fun.
0: Thank you for listening today.
1: This has been the
0: CTNNB1 Connect & Cure podcast, a place for CTNNB1 family and friends to come together for support and to build community. We hope this podcast continues to be a place where you can go for the latest CTNNB1 information.